Welcome back to the show, my friends. Today we have an extra special treat. We have a guest host with us. Lissa Figgins is joining us. Lissa is the host of the Redeem Her Time podcast. And Lissa has a lot on her plate. At one point in her life, she was so busy, she was showing up on the outside, but not fully present. She knew something had to change because it was affecting her faith, her relationships, her work, her wellness, her home, and ultimately her joy. Now, as a time management coach, recovering to-do list girl, priorities protector, and founder of Redeem Her Time, Lissa's mission is to inspire and equip busy Christian women to be more present with the who and the what that matters most and to make the best use of their time in this season and in light of eternity. What she loves most is helping women discover that by creating a with God life and redeeming your time, you really do have all the time you need for all that you're called to. Folks, I know this episode is gonna bless you as much as it blessed me. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing, and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Hey, Lissa, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. Uh, We had the privilege of meeting each other under different circumstances, which is a blessing, but I'm guessing most of my listeners uh, don't know you, so could you tell us a little bit about who you are, who you serve, what got you to where you are now? Yes, yes. So my name is Lissa, um, and I I have a lot on my plate. Um, I have been married to my husband uh, for 27 years. He's also an Army veteran. I'm a mom to three who are now out of the nest, living literally on opposite sides of the country. Um, we've got a couple fur babies around here. Like you said, I host a podcast called redeem her time. And I'm also a women's ministry leader and just involved with a lot of women in my community. And so, yeah, life is full. Um, and I, you know, I think that's the case for all of us, right. And no matter what we're doing, but here's what happened with me that at one point, like I just I remember where I was when I just had this feeling come over me and I was like, Lord, I can't keep living life at this pace. Mm. Um, I knew that, you know, I was dropping a lot of balls and I was saying yes to all the things, which is why I was dropping a lot of balls and nothing was getting done well or fully. 
And I, I was showing up on the outside, but I wasn't fully present in serving the way that I wanted to. And I started to see the ripple effect that it was having in my relationship with the Lord, in my relationships with other people, in the work that I was called to, even in my wellness and just the environment in my home, uh, and really ultimately my joy. And so that's when I really just decided and, and just God laid on my heart that time is a gift and that we are called as his children to be stewards of that and to be intentional with what we are giving our time to, right? Not giving it to everyone and everything that asks, right? Because let's be honest, we live in a really distracting and demanding world. A lot of people want our attention, um, but that doesn't mean that we can or should say yes to everyone and everything, right? Yes, and amen. <laughs> so so tell me about um, your journey into specifically now you coach women around that idea of, time and redeeming their time. So tell me about that journey. And um, it's interesting you mentioned the saying yes to everything because a lot of the listeners on my show, I would say probably like myself, label, label themselves either a, a current or a recovering people pleaser. Um, so tell me more about how you got into actually serving women around that topic of time and how you get them started. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all started I mean, there, of course, were little inklings along the way, right? But sometimes we just ignore those, those little things that God puts in our path and we just keep pushing past them. Um, and so for me, it was really the year I turned 40. Mm. I don't know, you know, if you've had a milestone birthday or maybe a, a milestone your kids get to or something in your career, right? You have this like moment where yes. you literally feel like, oh my goodness, how did I get here? Right. And so I remember the year I turned 40, I remember waking up. It wasn't even my birthday yet, but in my head, I think I knew this is the year. And I remember looking myself in the mirror that morning and just going, wow, how did I get here? Who am I anyway? Right. I can see a few more wrinkles around my eyes and, you know, a little bit more around the belly, right. Type of thing after birth, birthing three kids. And yes, but like, who am I, how did I get here and where am I going? And, you know, I just had this stirring in my heart that, you know, time was only going to continue to go faster and faster, right? Like it, it always seems like, well, after this is done, well, when we go back to school, well, when, you know, this project yes. is done, well, when this happens in my life, then I'm going to like have all this time. Well, <laughs> guess what? We never do, right? We right. never do. The other thing that happens too, is we say, well, you know, if I had an extra hour, you know, and, and yet yeah. what would we, I think we would spend our time the exact same way, which oftentimes is living by default, you know, default living is where I'm just going with the flow. I'm just reacting to whoever and whatever comes my way. And I, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's, you know, they're bad things that are happening. Sometimes they can be negative things. Sometimes it can be just, you know, the people in our lives and the things that are happening in our life. But when we're in default mode, it's just, we're just going wherever the wind blows. It would be like going on a road trip without any kind of a plan or a destination in mind. And I'm just going to hop in the car and start driving. Like yeah. that joy ride <laughs> feels really fun in the moment, but eventually you get to the point where a, a you're running out of gas, right. Or like yeah. you're hungry, you have no food. And you're like, why am I in the middle of a cornfield? Well, hello, you were just going, you know, whichever you, whichever way you felt like turning when you came to that next intersection. And that's how we often like use our time. And yes. then, you know, a milestone like 40 comes along and now I've hit 50. And so the mm -hmm. last 10 years has been so different 
because I've been intentional about what I'm giving my time to and about how I'm using this gift of time that God has given me and how I'm stewarding it to not just build my kingdom and be comfortable and, you know, have the accolades or whatever, but to really say, what is it that matters? That's going to matter longer than me, right? Right. That's going to matter beyond this, the season I'm in, that's going to matter even beyond my lifetime. What is it that's going to like build his kingdom and help other people to come into that? And so I feel like time is one of those things that every single person on the planet has. And I think every single person on the planet struggles with not feeling like we have enough. Yes. And so just my own journey of like figuring out what that looks like and still learning, right. I'm not going to say, I'm not here to say I'm perfect and I never, you know, waste time on something, but just that growth process. Um, just the more I talked to women and just, they, they were like, hey, I don't want to stay in busy mode. I don't want to always feel like I'm reacting to whoever and whatever comes my way. And so that just led into the life coaching piece of things and helping women take a bigger look at what I call their with God life. And one of the passages that really stood out to me, I remember where I was sitting in church when God brought this to me was is Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 that says, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, which means we have a choice, right? We right. can be unwise or we can be wise with our time. And then it says redeeming the time, right? Which is to, to like buy it back for a, a different purpose because right. these are difficult days. And when I read that, I was like, wow, like that encapsulates the intent, the intention that we need to have around our time mm-hmm. and that, and where it is that it's being invested. And what I really love and that I'm discovering along the way, instead of saying, I never have enough time, or I wish I had more time or when I have time saying, you know what, God has given me an abundance of time for what he has called me to. Yes. Instead of trying to do the things everybody else wants us to. Yes. Like it's enough for what his plan is for us. Right. Yes. Boy, we all need some lessons on that. Oh gosh, that's so true. I was just I was just thinking and talking with one of my colleagues yesterday about this idea when you talk about time and time being such a resource like you know we often we so often talk about money being the sought after and the you know the resource or the currency with which we make exchange. But when you really look at quality of life and living life, the true currency that we have or that we're working for, if we really dig down deep is time. Time is our currency that we exchange for life experiences. So how are we using that limited resource? Yeah. And and you're right, because we can't make more time. We we can make more money, right? But oftentimes to make more money, it's at the sacrifice of our time. And so really saying, and I love that you brought that up because I think money and time are so closely connected. If Mm -hmm. if I want to know what your priorities are, there are two places I'm going to go. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me, right? Like, you know, and you can, right. you can list off things and stuff like that, but I'm going to go to your bank account and I'm going yep. to go to your calendar and I can tell what your priorities really are by where you're spending your time and where you're spending your money. And, and there's that difference between spending and investing, right? Spending is like, I spent money on this. I'm not going to get anything back for it. I mean, maybe I got a shirt, a cute shirt or something or a dinner out or whatever, right? But money spent is money. Like it, it's gone yeah. versus and the same thing with time, right? I can spend time on something and, and not really get anything long-term back, but when we invest time and money, 
that is bringing a return. And that's where there's a kingdom investment when we're investing in his kingdom and things that are, um, are leading towards eternity and not just the temporary things that are right around us. Right. Yes. Yes. So as, as we talked about, and as I mentioned, and we think about, you know, that woman on the call listening today that God has a word for her and she, she's struggling with that people pleasing the saying yes to too many things. And she's exhausted, overwhelmed, overcommitted, burned out or near burning out. What, where is the first place that you would have her start to start to redeem her time? Mm. Well, attention and awareness is always the first place. Mm -hmm. And I really think for anyone, but especially someone who's like what you just described, identifying like, what is getting my yes? Mm -hmm. And then also, and then the next question is, why is it getting my yes? And then how can I give my yes to the right things? And also not give my yes to things that I shouldn't be. So that first step is really looking at where am I giving my time and attention right now? Because I think sometimes we're not even aware, again, taking it back to the money situation, right? How often are we just, it it feels like, you know, oh, I'm I'm hardly spending anything, but it's $5 here and $10 here and this here. And it, it doesn't make it easier now that we have access to shopping online. Like we do, you don't have to drive to a store. You don't have to even pull out your wallet. Hello, remember all of your information and all you do is swipe one time. You don't even have to, you know, enter anything. And so I think so often we don't realize where all of our money is going. We also don't realize where all of our time is going. And so I believe there are eight key areas of our life that we need to give attention to. So when you think of like a life wheel, a lot of life coaches will use a wheel. Yeah. Um, There are eight areas that I like to talk to talk about. For me, I put faith at the center. Faith is the hub from which Mm -hmm. everything else comes. It's not just one piece of the pie. It's at the center. So we have our faith. We have our family relationships, which can be our marriage, our kids, our grandkids, our extended family, our aging parents, whatever. We have our friendships. We have our worker service, whether that's paid or unpaid, whatever we're doing to add value and to serve other people. We have our finances, which will be that stewardship piece, our physical wellness, our passions, which are going to be like, what are are my interests and my hobbies? (laughs) like the things I'm called to and, you know, yeah. the things I do for fun and enjoyment. And then of right. course, especially as women, we have our dwelling, right? Our homes, right? Yes. This environment that we're creating around us. And here's what I found. If we are not giving attention to one of those areas or several, let's be honest, right? Yeah. In any of those areas, if we don't give it our attention intentionally, it will one day demand our attention Yes. and it will always cost more time and energy and emotions later down the road right? Yes. Like, so for example, an easy one would be like, like, let's say back to the finances, like you were just talking about, right? So if I'm not paying attention to where my money is going, all of a sudden I'm looking at my credit card statement and I'm not sure how I'm going to pay that. And I'm, now I'm paying interest on top of that, right? right? If I'm not paying attention and investing in my wellness, right? Eventually I might lead to, you know, diagnosis or maybe just I'm lacking the energy to really give and pour out and serve the way that I want to. So Um, so the first step is always looking at what is getting my yes and, and what needs, you know, more of my yes. Um, but what I found is it doesn't fix the problem just to say like this thing needs my attention because we've all had good intentions, right. But 
that didn't go very far, right? So many. <laughs> yes, 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 right. I mean, like if if you're even still setting New Year's resolutions, right? They say that, you know, 75% of them don't even make it past the first three weeks of the year. Right. Um, so I think the second thing to, to dive into is why are things getting your yes? And here's mm-hmm. where, and this is where I find so interesting, especially for people who are people pleasers and wanting to, you know, do all these things for other people is, is what is it? That's my, your motivation to saying yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because someone who's fallen under that category, oftentimes it's because we want to please other people. We want to be accepted by them. We want, and it may be for a very good reason that we just want to serve. Right. And so we have all yeah. these roles that we're playing and we have all these plates we're spinning and all these people who need us. And it feels, feels really good to right. you know, have all these people that we think we're pouring into. Right. But what happens then is that we are doing it just for the other people. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes we put ourselves on the back burner, right? Cause we're distracted by their opinions, their desires, their needs, their whatever. And all right. at the same time, those other areas of our life and what God has called us to might not be getting that attention, uh, getting that time, getting that investment that they need. And then, you know, like, like any, any vehicle that's, that's wheels are starting to break down, you know, our, our, we're going to start seeing and feeling the effect, um, in what is that we're doing. And I think what happens too, is we often at times put ourselves in the back burner. Is that something you find true for you and the women that you work with? Absolutely. Yes. We're, we kind of, if we make the list, it's pretty far down or often we fall off. And I, you know, I think of my own history and a lot of people I talk to the people pleasers, sometimes it's, not only just about saying yes to do something for someone else. I think, at least for me, a lot of times it's to avoid a reaction that I fear might happen if I say no. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, sure. it's that, oh, uh, the what discomfort will I have to sit with because of my own guilt that might come if I say no and that person gets upset that I've said no, you know, because mm-hmm. the not having had a history of, of boundary setting or whatever, I think sometimes it's that fear of what reaction you may or may not get by saying yes. That. And then you end up wasting a lot of time and energy on the what ifs, yes. right? Because you don't know for sure that that's what's going to happen. Right. And even if it was like life is going to go on. Right. But in the meantime, right. what we do, we, we, we get inside of our own heads and we waste all this time, all this energy, all this effort towards trying to make something happen or not happen that hasn't even happened yet. Um, you know, and so I, th- I think for people who, who really are tend to do things because of external expectations. Yes. So I'm working on a program right now where I'm looking at some different, like, how do we, what, what gets us off the couch and what, what, what keeps us going. Right. So like, think about your kids, right? Like there are some kids that you just tell them, this is what needs to be done. And they're like, okay, mom. And they they're up off the couch and they're doing it even without you reminding them or following up with them or whatever. Right. Yes. You've got some kids, um, who you tell them to do this and they're, they get off the couch because they want to please you. Right. Cause, mm-hmm. and they don't want, like you said, they don't want that negative reaction from mom. So they are going to do it because they want to make you happy. And they think, you know, life is going to go better if they're making you happy, which yes, right. that may be true. Right. Then you've got that person who says, I'm only going to do this if this makes sense to me. Right. Like, right. I can think of the times, like I can think of one of my children who was very much that way. where like, no, I'm not moving off the couch unless 
you know, or until I, you know, really think like, yep, okay, this makes sense. Now is the time or this, this, I see the reason why or whatever. Right. Then yes. you've got those kids who, who are like, be, just because you asked are not going to do it regardless. Right. right. And they're just going <laughs> to ignore you. Right. And so I think there's something to knowing yourself, you know, you can know your kids, right. As a leader, you can know the people you're leading, but yeah. I think there's something to knowing yourself. What is it that moves me? What is it that gets me off my proverbial couch, right? Not literally off the couch, but what is it that, you know, it's going to get me moving towards something and what is going to keep me going towards it over the long haul, right? Do I need to have, you know, people around me? Is that going to help? Do I need to have a really strong why behind it? Do I, do I need to have a really tied to, you know, something that's deep inside of me? And so when we understand those things, then we can make sure there's, it's not necessarily right or wrong. I mean, obviously with our kids at some point, you know, we may have a, a just an obedience issue, but um, sometimes it's, it's an, it's a knowing ourselves and, and what it is that, you know, why am I saying yes to this? So if you find you're saying yes to things, just because other people are asking and you don't want to let them down, or you're fearing what the consequence or result might be, if you do, then pay attention, right. And, and get some accountability. This is why I love a podcast like this, right? Because you get other people around you who number one, are going to speak truth into your heart and life and remind you of what's true because we get off believing our, you know, the stories we make up in our heads Yes, and they're also going to encourage you to not put yourself in the back burner, right. To fill up before you pour out, right. Because here's what I find, especially for us as women, especially for those of us who are people pleasers, we want to give all day long. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to come to my house, it's really hot outside right now. If you were to come to my house and you were really thirsty and I was like, oh my goodness, I want to give, I want to quench your thirst. Right. And so I go and I grab my pitcher and I come out on the porch and I, you've got your cup, you know, extended out. And I, I, I pour, I go to pour my pitcher and nothing comes out. Right. right. Like I cannot pour from an empty cup. Right. And yet so often we excuse filling ourselves up as being something that's selfish. And yes. yet in that situation, it was actually selfish for me not to take the time to fill up my pitcher so that I could pour into your cup. And so I want to give your, you know, your listeners permission, right. To fill yourself up before you give out. Um, because either you're not going to have anything to give, or you're going to be like, I was, I was half, half here, half there, whatever, you know, like nobody was really getting the best of me. And that really wasn't serving them well either. Right. And eventually it led to me feeling burned out and exhausted and all of that as well. Yes. Oh, so good. So if I may ask one more question to help our listeners. So let's say we have the, you know, people pleaser who's working on setting boundaries and she's, she's identified some things she needs to say no to, <clears throat> but still she struggles with, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't want to let people down or she feels guilty doing that. Do you have some suggestions of how to, how to say no with grace and in a way that will help her not feel so guilty about saying no? Oh, wow. Yes. And yet I think we're always, you know, that's always something that's probably going to be in the back of our minds Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, because of our tendencies and things like that. But I read a book several years ago called The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. which is great for people pleasers if you haven't read it yet. And she's talking about how to give your best time and attention to what matters most and what you are called to. And I remember like my sister-in-law must've read this book before me because 
I remember I reached out to her one time and I was asking for a couple of hours of her time to help me with a project. And her response to me was, um, I'm sorry, right now, that's not my best yes. Oh, and I yes. remember feeling this like, like upsetness, like rise up. And at first I wanted to like, ah, what do you mean? This is only a couple of hours. It would mean so much to me, whatever. Right. But, but the, then when I thought about it, I really respected her mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, yeah, because I wouldn't want her to give me just a half yes. Like that wasn't going to help me if she was half-heartedly doing it and not really, you know, fully present to be able to help with this. Um, and it really just helped me to respect the fact that she she just knew what those boundaries were and where her time needed to be going. So as I've worked with women, especially when, women who are people pleasers and, you know, looking at that, I, you know, I, I want us to have permission to, to, to be able to say like, yes, this is my best. Yes. Or right now, this is not my best. Yes. And there are a couple of different things I help women think through. I, 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 I call them the four D's. Um, the first one are just the things, not everything always matters, right? Especially right. if it's a request coming in from someone else. Right. Yes. So sometimes there are things that really just don't matter. They're not yours to pick up. It's not what God's God's called you to right? For example, I've been asked to help with this, th- this thing at church and you know, the part of me that, you know, wants to people please is like, oh, but I could Yes. You know, right now. I know that's not what I'm called to. And so I know I just need to take that off my plate. And so I can respond with something like, Thanks for thinking of me, but this is not a best yes for me because my time and attention is focused somewhere else. Um, now, will that person maybe, you know, have some kind of reaction like I did with my sister-in-law? Maybe, right? right? But but I have graciously said, you know what? This is not a best yes for me, right? I'm focusing on these things. It's not just me. I'm going to sit in my couch and binge Netflix, which I mean, if that's what God's calling me to, I guess that's, that's what I need to do. But <laughs> I'm deleting the things that don't matter and being okay with it. Yes. Now, there are some things that you know, like that matter, but they don't just like, it's not just me. I'm not the only person who could do that. So then you have the second D is delegate, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, thanks for thinking of me. I don't have space on my plate right now to give you my best, but have you considered asking this person or have you considered, you know, creating this system that could help with that? Or, you know, like pointing them to something else, I think allows us to still feel like we're helping, but we don't have to take it on and own it right? We're delegating that to someone or something else. And potentially Um, empowering that other person. Yes. Because that was what I happened with this thing at church. I'm like, you know, of course I was kind of like, well, gosh, if they really need me to, I could, but I'm thinking, but if I'm doing this half-heartedly, what if there was somebody else who would be amazing, who just needs the opportunity and needs to be asked if I'm filling that space, you know, and I'm half there, that's not really serving anybody, you know, so sometimes getting ourselves out of the way. So somebody else could do that. And then the last one is that it does matter, but it just, not everything matters at the same time. And sometimes we have to delay things, which is different. I always say this delay is different than procrastinate. Procrastinate is, you know, it's yours to own. You're the only one who can do it. And it should be happening now or soon, right? But you just choose to go Netflix instead. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. We're talking about delay saying, this is not the season for this either because I can't give this my best yes right now, or something else requires my best yes right now that I'm focusing on. So either way, right. And in that case, this is great for people pleasers. Cause you're going to love this. Like you can say something like, thanks for thinking of me, but this is not my best. Yes. Right now. Would you mind circling back in a few months? You know, like, so we don't feel like we're fully saying no, but we're at least saying no for the season 
And yes. we have willingness and now they know, Hey, I could circle back to her, you know, three months, six months, a year from now, whatever it is. And maybe it will be the season, you know, in that time, maybe it won't. Right. But it just, it, it, it just allows us to, you know, to give them an answer now, not saying yes, just because we think we could, or we should. Um, and then they're, they're free to now go find someone else or something else to feel that. And sometimes they, you know, a lot of requests that come, I think people can do by themselves and we're giving them an opportunity to be able to step up and do that as well. Yes. That's awesome. That aligns with so much that we talk about on the show. So I appreciate those kernels. So we could talk about this stuff all day long and I'm pretty certain I would have no problem doing that with you. Me too. <laughs> However, I want to be sure that our people know how to find you so that they can hear more juicy details and get, this has been such wisdom already. And I know that it's serving somebody needed to hear these words today. So tell us, Lissa, where can our listeners find you and what you do to serve women and to grow the kingdom? Yeah. Well, thank you for the opportunity. You know, for what I found was that when I put a system in place and when I had support, that is what allowed me to finally consistently invest my time in what mattered in that season I was in and also, you know, in light of eternity. And so I truly believe in helping women to, to have a system and to have support and have those two things together. So my podcast is a great place to get a lot of free content um, and really get challenged um, in how you're thinking about your time and how you're using your time. It's called Redeem Her Time, and you can find it on any podcast platform that you listen to. Um, and then I have a couple of you know little quick freebies because I find busy women are busy. Um, so I, I have a guide I put together called Redeem Your Time in Five Minutes. And it's a quick little worksheet. So when you're feeling like your time is being scattered or there are too many demands coming in, I'm not sure like where I should put my focus literally in five minutes, you get with the Lord, you go through this quick little process and it's like, okay, I know where I need to go. And, you know, and then you can move forward towards that. So, um, I will, that, that, that is linked on my website, which is redeemhertime.com. And you can also grab a five minute, find the time call. It's just a quick way for us to start getting into where's your time going. Where would you like it to go? And how can we start finding that you really do have all the time you need, right? To do what he's called you to do. That's awesome. Great stuff. And I'm going to put all of this information in the show notes also. So folks can find you in the show notes if they can't remember what you said on the show. So perfect. And before we close, what is there another kind of just kernel that you would love to leave with our listeners today when it comes to redeeming, redeeming our time. Um, really, you know, I know your heart and mine is, is redeeming our time to honor God, right? So what would you leave our listeners with today? Well, God's word has given us so much truth in it about our time, right? And, and knowing that the purpose of the time we do have is to know him and to glorify him and to do life with him, right? That's really what we have. And I love Psalm 90 verse 12, where the psalmist says, teach us to number our days right, that we may gain a heart of wisdom uh, or a more modern translation. I love this. Just teach us to wisely use the time we have, right? And, and really seeing it as a gift that's yes. about building his kingdom, not ours, because only one of them is going to last. And I'm just going to tell you, it's not yours, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and investing in the things, like we said, that are going to last longer than you and leading others towards him as well, right? That's what it's all about. This is all building towards revelation where we're going to be with him and uh, 
And uh, then, yeah, we're going to have time forever then. We'll never struggle with our time. That's that side of eternity. So on this side, we're building towards that. Amen. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Listen, for all this wonderful information that I know is just going to pour into the lives of those listening. So I thank you again for taking time out of your day, um, which I'm sure it's a busy day, but um, to join us and, and serve our listeners. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. It's a gift. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.